Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Rich Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is a very special episode as we look back on two of the greatest basketball players, certainly in my lifetime, and more importantly, on the impact that they've had on the game. Now, we've seen this before with great players in, in sport. We've seen what they've been able to do, but to me, to be really great, you have to change the game or the way the game is played or viewed. And to me, Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki have done that. They have both not only been fantastic on the basketball court, but outside of the court, they have changed the game in ways that really I don't think is appreciated enough. So on this episode, I wanted to get into the ways that Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki have changed the game that when you really think about it, you know, you might overlook, but it's it's pretty remarkable of what they have done. And, I, you know, I, I can go in for hours about their impact on the court, how they're great players, countless all-star games, winning championships, Dirk winning a championship in Dallas, not a big traditional power in the NBA. In Miami, Dwayne Wade winning three championships with Miami Heat. And Dwayne Wade, of course, being in that great draft class, and was a later pick, and you look at him showing that, look, you don't necessarily have to be a first overall pick to be a perennial all-star in this game and be one of the best players of all time. Both of these players, of course, have done so much in the community. I highly recommend you go on YouTube today and you look on the Dallas Mavericks tribute to Dirk Nowitzki and the Budweiser tribute to Dwayne Wade, where for Dwayne Wade, they had um, people in his life, like he's been doing the jersey swap all season, but with people who he's really affected his lives, and Dirk Nowitzki, they did a great tribute for him with the Mavericks of all the work he's done in Dallas. I mean, these are these are guys that when you say what you would, what, if people were to say, who are the role models to be a professional athlete? And to me, Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki would be two of the ones I would say, without question. Guys who were kind to the community, gave back to the community, took time out of their days to give back and better people, but more importantly, were great teammates, well-respected, and actually showed you how to do it, that if you worked hard and you did everything the right way, you could be something special. I mean, it's hard to relate to a LeBron James, who is a genetic specimen, but Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, two guys that were really unknowns when they came into the NBA. Some, you heard a little bit about both of them, but they worked their tails off. They were great. They came through in the clutch, and really they did something that not a lot of people have done. That stay with the franchise, and I know Wade left to go to Cleveland for a cup of coffee with LeBron James, but to me, he'll always be a member of the Miami Heat and Dirk, of course, with Dallas. And I mean, you look at the impact both of them have had, and it's something remarkable. But I do think when we talk about their impacts, I mean, we the first thing a lot of fans go to is the points they've scored, the dominance they've had, the long stretches of success, the championships in their career, and the countless stories of what they've done off the court and what they've done in the community is remarkable. And I can never get into all of that, and I can never really show how much those communities appreciate but... I mean, you just listen to the crowd's responses last night, especially in Dallas when Dirk announced his last game. This They had a unique connection with their cities. And 
really that's what fans want. They want their athletes to not only care about them, but care about the communities that they are in. And clearly, Dwayne Way has had an impact in that Miami community, Dirk Nowitzki in Dallas, Dwayne Wade, especially after the Parkman, Stoneman Douglas uh, shooting last year, really was one of those beacons of light in that dark time, did a lot for that community, really helped out. And it was incredible. And I really wanted to get into two things that we don't talk about with these great athletes. And I'll start with Dirk Nowitzki and how he has changed the game. Before Dirk, when we looked at bigs, what were they? They were back-to-the-basket centers. They were guys that dominate on the low blocks, were guys that were great defenders, but you really had them around the basket. With Dirk, it was he was really the one of the best shooting bigs I've ever seen. And look, Tim Duncan was an incredible shooter, but he really did a lot of his damage on the low post and off the bank shot. I mean, Dirk had hit an outside jump shot. And to me, really, he was that first trend of a stretch big who can go outside and hit a 17, 18-footer. I mean, you look at the game now. When we look at a big, if you can't shoot, you can't play. We look at those bigs that are just back-to-the-basket centers as liabilities now. And to me, Dirk was the start of that trend. And he also, to me, really was, and there have been countless other great athletes from overseas that have come over, but since Dirk... You've been seeing a greater emphasis on trying to find foreign players. And I also believe that's another great impact because he proved that there are great foreign players out there. And there have been countless other ones. But to me, when you think of a great foreign player, one of the first players that comes to mind is Dirk. To me, he's my first. But for some, you know, Steve Nash might come up. Yao Ming may come up. But really, the length of career he had, especially as a big, is remarkable. And he's really changed the game. I mean, you look at Chris Staff's Porzingis, the reason they brought him in is they hope he's Dirk 2.0. And what is Porzingis? He's a big that can shoot an 18-footer. I mean, the game has changed now, and I think Dirk's really opened it up saying, look, being a big guy, it isn't just about a physical gifts that you have over everyone else in the NBA. He brought finesse to that position. He brought value to being a guy who could hit an outside shot, being a value to a guy that could stretch the floor, open up the floor. And to me, that's something that we never really talk about. We talk about him being a good shooter, but he's changed the game in the sense that you look now, when a team scouts a big, especially at the college level, can he hit an outside jumper? Does he have the ability to stretch the floor? Can he hit three if we need it? And to me, that is one of the things we don't talk enough about Dirk Nowitzki and his impact is how he's changed the game from that regard how we value bigs that can shoot the basketball. And for Dwayne Wade, one of the things that doesn't get talked about, he was absolutely a great player. But he also proved something that helped launch, to me, the best dynasty in basketball right now, is that you can be the heart and soul of the team even if you're not the number one guy. We forget Dwayne Wade... He was the king of Miami. I mean, he'd already won a championship. His legacy in Miami was already set. But then he talked to his friend LeBron James. And LeBron James and Chris Bosh both came to the Heat. And that was Dwayne Wade's team. And even though my, look, clearly LeBron James was the best player on the planet, it was Dwayne Wade's team. And he proved to stars 
hey, you can be a great player on your team by yourself. But you also, if you want to be a great leader, you have to make some sacrifices. And he sacrificed the some of the attention and the points to LeBron James. But he still was the heart and soul of that team. Even when you watch the Miami Heat, you still felt it was Wade's team. Even though it was LeBron in terms of what he was doing on the court, LeBron the court, but the heart and soul was still Dwayne Wade. And he proved, look, you can be the man, but if you want to be a legend, it's about winning championships. And he could have easily just said, you know what, this is my team. I don't want any other superstar here. I want to get my 25 points tonight, but he didn't. He said, look, I'm going to make a sacrifice here. You know, I'm still going to come in and work hard. And even though the public perception will be that this is LeBron's team, you ask anyone in Miami or anyone that really watches basketball, it was still the the heart and soul was still Dwayne Wade on that team. It was still the heart and soul in that franchise. And he was able to acquiesce and win two championships out of it. And to me, that set up what's happened in Golden State with Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry easily was the best player on his team. He could have easily just kept that Golden State Warriors team together. But he said, you know what? We could be better. I can sacrifice a couple shots and we can get a better player in here with Kevin Durant. And that's what's happened with their dynasty. And it's the same thing. Even though Kevin Durant is the best all-around player on the floor on Golden State, you ask who the heart and soul of that team is, it's Steph. You look at the record with Steph on the floor and without Steph on the floor, Golden State's a different team. And to me, the only reason that that has happened was because Dwayne Wade laid the blueprint. He said, guys, look, don't have an ego. Be willing to bring in better players than you. It's easy if you're the best player to be scared of competition. We see it all the time in the NFL with a veteran quarterback not feeling comfortable with a young, good quarterback behind him. And we've seen it with stars, too, that they don't want to play with other stars if they don't feel they're going to be the best player on the team or the marquee player. But Dwayne Wade showed, look, you can still be a marquee player. You can still be the heart and soul of a team. Sure, you'll have to make sacrifices, but if you make those sacrifices, you can win world championships, and that's what's happened in Golden State. And I think Dwayne Wade, you look at players not being selfish, and I talk all the time about LeBron James not being a selfish player in terms of giving on the court. But what Dwayne Wade did, you you have to understand, he was allowing a better player, the face of the NBA, into his franchise, the franchise that was completely his. And he had to acquiesce a lot of power to LeBron James. But in the end, he won two more championships and to me really cemented his legacy as one of the greats of this decade or past two decades with Dwayne Wade. And to me, you wouldn't have that Golden State if Steph Curry didn't do the same thing, saying, look, I know I'm the most talented player. I could get 30 points a night easy. But if I want to win a championship, you know, I'm going to have to make a sacrifice and bring in a better player than me. And I think that's going to be the legacy of Dwayne Wade is he proved that, look, you can be the best player on your team, but if you can be better and have the chance to bring in a better player than yourself, do it. Make that sacrifice because it will be worth it. Look at Golden State, seemingly on their way to another championship. You look at the Miami Heat, for four years they made four straight finals and won two championships. And you look, a lot of that was because Dwayne Wade was selfless. He said, look, I'll let this be LeBron's team. I'll let him call the shots. 
I'm just going to show up, come and work hard, and we're going to try to win a championship. And those, to me, when we talk about impact, we can talk about the points, we can talk about the rings, but what I always look for is, did you change the game? Or were you just better at playing it than anyone else? And to me, Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki, they're two of the players of the past two decades. When I've watched basketball, they've changed the game. Dirk changed it in how we view bigs and how we value shooting from them and how we look at foreign players. And Dwayne Wade looked at how we look at players in the draft, later in the draft. But more importantly, that stars, be selfless. If great stars want to play with you, bring them on board. Be selfless because you can still be the heart and soul of a community and team even if you're not the best player on the team. And it set up what's happened in Golden State with Stephen Curry. You ask Warrior fans, who's the heart and soul of the Warriors? It's Steph Curry. But if you ask people, be honest, who's the best player on the Warriors? It's Kevin Durant. Same thing in Miami. Who's the heart and soul of the Heat during that run? Well, it was Dwayne Wade. But if you had to ask, okay, who's the best player on the Heat? It would have been LeBron James. Both have changed the culture in the NBA. From a business standpoint, how teams conduct, bringing in other players, how they value talent, and how the game is played on the court. And to me, you can look at guys like Tim Duncan, and Duncan to an extent did change the game in the sense that he was selfless and took a lot of pay cuts. But when I think of guys that really changed the game, the first two that come to mind is Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki. They've changed the game. And to me, there's no bigger impact. You can score a lot of points. You can win a lot of rings. But did you change the game? Did you evolve basketball while you played it? And Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade are two of the few individuals that can honestly say that they did during their time in the NBA. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here. You can always listen on Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and available for download on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at the handles Rich Sports Talk. Got a lot of great stuff coming up for you in the coming weeks. Make sure you like and subscribe. Once again, a special thank you and congratulations to the incredible performances last night in careers of Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade. They will definitely be missed. And they've given me personally a lot of enjoyment watching the game of basketball over the past two decades. So we want to give them a special shout out. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.